when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. This week's book is Save Your Breath, Morgan Dane, Book Six. And it's a little bit of a uh, diversion here. Uh, wait, we- wait a second. I haven't read books one through five. That's okay. Don't worry, Matthew. Um, no, I'm worried. Don't. I don't know how to tell you not to be worried. Uh, uh, hold your worry. Okay. Okay. Keep that worry. Put it in a butt cage. Put it in a bushel. <laughs> put it in a butt cage. Okay. Uh, it is not a romance. Um, this is a murder mystery. Not murder mystery. Oh, a crime. Crime drama. A crime mystery. A crime mystery. There might be a little romance in it, but uh, I wanted something a little different. I appreciate that. No, I, I'm glad. I really appreciate also the advice that you just gave me. Like when when I have fears yeah. or worries. Just lock them in a butt cage. You know, I am here for and you. And keep them like don't. You know, it's, that's not the same as like you know stuffing them down where they're gonna where they're gonna erupt mm-hmm. later. Like I just take them. I, I feel mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I put them in a in a glass bottom butt cage so I can mm-hmm. like look up at them anytime to remind mm-hmm. myself that those fears are there. By the way, this is from last week's this episode. Is from last if week's you're episode, really if you, confused, if you haven't listened to last week's episode. You, this makes even less sense than it already makes. But it will make it make sense real quick. Mm-hmm. Imagine a stripper in a glass uh, suspended glass cage. Yeah, at, we called it a butt cage. P- proceed. No, I was done. That with was this it. Bit. Yeah. Oh. oh, no, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. You lost your place in the book, didn't you? Well, we haven't even started the book. Oh, yeah. What's the book called? I forgot already. The book is called Save Your Breath. No, I did have something to say. Oh, which I did not do. I did have something to say related to what you were talking about. Oh, please do. No, I can't remember. That's what I was stalling for. Uh, Okay. So, Save Your Breath, Morgan Dane, book six by Melinda Lee. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. I just just, uh, caught up on books one through five, and I'm ready to roll. Okay. Chapter one. Wait a second. I'm really super confused. I've seen Matthew grab for his secret water like three times and there's nothing missing. And I've grabbed mine once and there's hardly any left. So that's why they call you Becky Big Gulp. Seriously. Chapter one. Where is she? Oh, good. Good title. Hiding in the shadows outside Olivia Cruz's small white bungalow. Oh, well, that answers that question, that she's hiding in the shadows outside the bungalow. No, he checked his watch. It was nearly 10 o'clock. For the past few weeks, Olivia had left her house on Thursday evenings around 5 o'clock and returned by 9.30. Oh, he's on a stakeout. She should be home by now, unless she'd changed her routine. He crossed his arms and tapped his chin with a forefinger. Oh, this is one of those things we need to do. Yes. Like... Which, by the way, someone staking out someone would not do something so like Oxford professorial hmm. looking. Well, maybe maybe it's one of the things where like you know he's uh, he's like a suave. Except this move is not suave at all. No, no it's a re- <laughs> listeners do this I don't unless get you're, it. unless you're driving. Do this move: <laughs> cross your arms, uh-huh. take out one hand, and then just poke at your chin like there's a zit on it. One mm-hmm. after another time, hmm. poking, poking. It's is this it's, what the kids call dabbing? Yes. It's called the the Clearasil. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No one talks about Clearasil anymore. Is it even still a product? Oh, it certainly is, because I have some in my medicine cabinet. For your, your, like, fucking 40-year-old acne problem? Yeah. You still get acne? Sure. Like, enough that you would Clearasil it? Yes. Isn't Clearasil, does it, does it really work? I don't know, I don't but it's it like works. a thing to do that makes you I feel like you're like doing something. it's like snake oil. It's expensive snake oil. I'm going to, um, have I told you that I'm um, 
making lube as a holiday stocking you stuffer. You mentioned this, but like you mentioned it like as you were leaving or something, so I didn't get a chance to ask any follow-up questions. So, so at, what, at, at the pantry where I I teach, guess my first question is, why should I trust your lube? <laughs> Uh, there's no good answer to that. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so what? So at the pantry, we we give each other stocking stuffers. Uh, the cooking school I teach at. And sure. We have 23 on the staff now, which is a big staff. Yeah. And most people, the, 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 that's a big staff, so, and that's no, why I'm I, getting lube I, for I, everyone because okay, we I need was, a lot I was of lube. Get the phrase "big staff," but then I also I was imagining it's a big staff. So what I did was I just made a bucket of lube and put like a scoop, a ladle in it, and said, "Just come and get come it." Come and get it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> not in that order. So I work with a ton of young people. Um, I won't use the word millennial. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of young people and. We are not instructed to make anything. Like it's just it should be cheap. Like you know, okay, but you five dollars per person disregarded this. No, they all make stuff. Like I bought, oh, I bought things yeah. last year, and then we do and like open the stocking in front of everyone, sort of thing. And like my gift was like purchased, and everyone was like, mm, nice. And then all of theirs were like homemade bitters, homemade lip balm, fucking millennials. Exactly. Like all they do, monogram sweater, eating ass and making <laughs> crafting, 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 making. They're all makers. And so this year, I'm like, well. Okay, I'm going to get into the making game, but I thought I'll make it uniquely me. I'm going to get into the making game. So I'm going to make it uniquely me. I'm going to make fucking edible lube for everybody. Okay. So I start this, you know, go down this path. Of thank, course. Thank you to listener and friend and uh, worker at the uh, pantry, Laura. <laughs> listener, who friend, I, worker. Who I never am supposed to name by name, Laura. Uh, thank you so much for giving helping me come up with this idea. Um to make lube. Okay, so, so so you you went to went to your computer and you and you're like googled how to make lube. How to make how to make lube. Mm-hmm. Found a lot of different recipes, but then read the comments, and that's the best part. Oh, is reading the comments about like you know, are you kidding me? You're gonna give everybody yeast infection, or you know, you can't just blah blah blah. That's gonna make condoms dissolve. Like there's right. so many different things that are like, and then some people are like, just grab coconut oil. It's worked for me for you. You know, like, and then yes. people have all these different. So um, I, I landed on a recipe, and I am going to have to test this out on myself. Of course. Because I don't want to give my whole staff a yeast infection. What's in it? Flax seeds. Okay. Wait, like actual like little seeds? Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> you, you cook the flax seeds and release their mucilaginous nature. Sounds very sexy and so then, far. And then you strain it. Okay, and then and then you, f- then add you flavor it essential oil. Okay, and so here's the great idea my friend had. So she's a massage massage She's a misogynist. <laughs> she's a massage therapist, <laughs> and uh, she says, "Oh, you know what's really great in massage oil is just a drop of black pepper oil." Exactly. I don't think that's a, a good, good idea. idea. I think it's a bad idea. Right. So I'm going to do it. Oh, okay, great. And then I'm going to test it out myself. So, uh, um, yeah. Can can I can I try some too? Do you want to? Mm, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Okay. Well, I'll try it on myself first, and I think mine's riskier than yours because internal. Right. You can wipe yours off more easily. I would I imagine. Can. That's true. So anyway, I'm going to try it on myself. I got um, made my own labels. Nice. And little blue cobalt blue what do you call bottles. It? Um, I called it uh, Astrobex. <laughs> nice. Um, from um, JG Industries, Jeff Goldblum Industries. Nice. Uh, and it says black black pepper and flax on the front, which means no, no one will use, use it. it. Right. 
<laughs> what someone, a waste of energy. Will. Oh, man. This is, this is so great. So anyway, we'll report I've, back. I, I, I do mm. want some. Do you? Okay. I'll make you some. Okay. Chapter one. Where is she? Okay. We already got there. He tapped his chin with a forefinger. Maybe she wasn't coming home at all tonight. She occasionally spent the night at her boyfriend's house. Sometimes the boyfriend slept here, but that hadn't happened on a Thursday night. He'd give her another 20 minutes. If she didn't show up, he'd return to his van. Of course it's a van. Of course it's, it's a, a van. van. Creepy you people. You can't go on a stakeout without, without a van. van. It's illegal. He left the vehicle at a park about a mile away and jogged to Olivia's house. <laughs> jogged? Cre- jogged? Like, yeah. That's like, yeah, you're right. That's the creepiest way of doing I it. I mean... Like speed walked would have been weird. And to he was, put that and he was in there. wearing like like an eighties sweatsuit, right? Like the jogged part was really like all of a sudden sounds like he's out first. Like just a little jog. Yeah, but like if I'm they just had gonna said, leave my van over here. But if they had said any, uh, he'd left the vehicle to park about a mile away and ran to Olivia's house, that would seem like he was not confident. Yeah. Or he'd left the vehicle to park about a mile away and speed walked to Olivia's house. <laughs> that seems strange. You know what I so say? So Jog is the only one you get he your steps either, either way. way. It's true. For now, he was comfortable and in a good position near her garage or garage. I don't know where, where this book was written. Good point. A six foot section of fencing at the front corner of the bungalow shielded the garbage can. Oh, it's definitely America because they would have said the bin. <laughs> yep. Or the skip. Uh, is, that a, is that another way? Of skip saying? is a dumpster. Actually. Okay. Uh, from passerby and provided him with an excellent hiding place. The September night had a pleasant snap. It's especially pleasant out when you're standing next to a garbage right, can. Exactly. He peered. He peered around the wooden panel and scanned the street. The suburban neighborhood was quiet enough to hear the soft sounds of the night. A breeze rustled dead leaves on the grass, and a dog barked in the distance. Okay. He- headlights swept across blacktop as a car turned onto the street. Excitement and Ooh, nerves. Maybe it's Olivia. Excitement and nerves warmed his blood. Oh, he's yeah, like a reptile. Said, yeah, yeah, exactly. You should get that checked out. And and the maybe, diagnosis is there's nothing wrong with you. You're just a lizard. Maybe you should sleep on the front hood. <laughs> yeah, of the, of the car. <laughs> is it her? He took a long, deep breath of wood smoke scented air. Oh, mm. God, he's... You should you should add uh, some liquid smoke to your, uh, oh, to your lube. Great, perfect. And controlled his heart rate. He'd studied his target and planned the night with meticulous precision. Yesterday, he'd collected the surveillance cameras he'd planted several weeks before. Designed to catch thieves stealing packages from doorsteps, they look like landscape rocks. With 60, days sure. of, with 60 days of battery life and cellular transmission, the cameras had allowed him to monitor Olivia's activity remotely. The cameras and plenty oh. of... Oh, do, do you think we have any spy rocks in front of our building? That's us. <laughs> We're the, you're right. We're, we're the spy we're rocks. We're the spy rocks. We're on a, we're on a, a very long extended stakeout that's <laughs> now been going on for like four years. Yeah, truly. Like our uh, Patreon is really just to support my battery life. <laughs> so that I can exactly. Keep, because he's ba- a robot. Outside. The cameras and plenty of good old fashioned surveillance. I think that's the first time I said Patreon, right? Yeah, it may be. Yeah. The cameras and plenty of good old fashioned surveillance from his van and the shed of a vacant house behind hers. had enabled him to paint an accurate picture of her daily routine he would take no chances the vehicle approached a white prius olivia's car she was home it was on it is on he cracked his neck pulled the gloves from his pocket after tugging them on he opened the lightweight running backpack lightweight oh Oh, running backpack i thought the backpack was running running? (laughs) go catch it he just jogged but the backpack ran ahead (laughs) In which, he, in which he carried a roll of duct tape, 
a length of rope, a mask, and a knife. Just, oh, mar- this just is normal a shit. Classic murder backpack. His fingers trace. You can, the- if you like, you know, look up murder backpack on Amazon. It comes with exactly those things. This is a very creepy visual. <laughs> also, do not look up murder backpack on Amazon. <laughs> you will be taken away. His fingers trace the outline of a capped syringe in the chest pocket of his jacket. <sighs> Yikes! He had everything he needed. He pulled the mask from his backpack and put it on. In the unlikely event he was unsuccessful, his identity had to be protected. This guy is going too far with this Halloween costume. This 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 line confused me. In the un- unlikely event he was unsuccessful, his identity had to be protected. So he was unsuccessful in kidnapping her and... Oh, you don't think he's just going to murder her? No. Okay. Or whatever. I don't know. But like... But my point being that if he's unsuccessful in whatever he's going to be doing to her, his, his mask will be will protect his identity. If he's unsuccessful, someone can take his mask off. That's true. Don't you think? And also, it seems like if you're going to do a bad crime, you want to protect your identity right. whether you succeed or, or not. not. Yeah. Right? Because someone. It's not else. like if he's successful, the authorities are like, hey, great job with that murder. <laughs> like, A. Plus. And bonus, we didn't know who you were. And I don't even know how we're here now because we don't know who you are. He'd prepare for every possible what if. Having a plan B was just as important as a plan A. He True. Could not, he could not get caught. The garage door rolled up and the interior brightened. The Prius turned into the driveway of Olivia's bungalow and drove into the garage. Listening, he poised on the balls of his feet and waited. <laughs> Poised on the balls. Timing was key. Inside the garage, are you okay? I'm okay, yeah. Matthew's just like <laughs> doing yoga <laughs> over there. Fidgeting. Inside the garage. Because <laughs> I'm so excited about what's going to happen. Okay, it's kind of a good buildup, actually. Inside the garage, a car door opened, then closed. Olivia's heels clicked on the concrete. He Great. pictured her crossing the floor to the door that led into the house and then simultaneously opening the door and reaching for the button on the wall. So wait, is he in the house? He's outside okay. b- by the uh, garbage can. But somebody's watching her go into the house? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or like waiting for her to go mm-hmm. into that? Okay. You'll see. Patience. Okay. He pictured her crossing the floor to the door that led into the house and then simultaneously opening the door and reaching for the button on the wall. Mounted to the ceiling, the garage door opener clicked and hummed. A moment later, the door began to roll down. He heard the interior door close. Like most people, Olivia went inside before the garage door fully closed. Oh, I see. And that's so the PSA of this book. Is wait for this. Wait because, for it to, because uh, someone can do this. Yes, it's going to slip under. As it, it lowered, Matthew's so proud of himself so, that he figured, figured this out. out. <laughs> he's like an eight-year-old. She's gonna, he's going to roll under. As it lowered, he ducked and stepped over the red-eye sensor into the garage. Right? Because if mm-hmm. he hits that sensor, it goes back up. Oh, smart. He had no time to waste. Olivia would have disarmed her security system using her fob from the car before she entered the house. From his surveillance over the past few weeks, he knew she would go into the kitchen, set down her purse, and remove her jacket and shoes before digging the fob out of her pocket. He had at least 60 seconds to get in before she... And then she'd get a cookie. He had at least 60 seconds to get in before she reactivated the system, with him already inside the house. Olivia sometimes woke and paced her house in the middle of the night, so he knew she didn't use motion detectors when she was at home. Mm Mm-hmm. Counting off the seconds, he strode toward the door, his running shoes silent on the floor. They're not running shoes. We all know they're jogging, they're jogging shoes. shoes. Jesus, what a liar. It's a running backpack. Seriously. His fingers closed around the knob, well, I'll say, and he gave it a gentle <laughs> twist. Wow. Ow. <laughs> he, that's not very stealth. He pushed lightly and opened the door an inch. Pressing his eye to the crack, he looked inside. <laughs> I'm Good gonna, I'm going to take a look inside. <laughs> The laundry, the Look la- inside his book crack. <laughs> the laundry room was empty. 
What's that a euphemism for? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, did, it didn't even have like a washing machine no, in it. Nothing. Okay. Echoey. It was only dim the, with only dim light bleeding in from the adjoining kitchen. That's the he's talking about the perineum. <laughs> this was the. Per- isn't that what you call that your? That was very funny. The adjoining you your, kitchen. <laughs> isn't that what you call your kitchen? Yep. This was the part he hadn't been able to plan. Oh no. He'd never been inside her house before. That's true. He knew only the basic layout of the rooms. Men never really know the layout of the, the rooms. Layout. Yeah, I get it. He knew only the basic layout of the rooms from what he could see through the windows. Pushing the door farther, he slid through the opening. Wow, mm-hmm. this is incredible journey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then closed it soundlessly behind him, making sure to realize, release the <laughs> knob slowly. Oh, nice. be nicer the knob. Yes. Then oh, he, he already st- twisted it. it. Then he stood and listened. A doorway led from the laundry room into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The white panel door between the rooms stood open. You're, you're just you're like me. You're just imagining like like a like a medical diagram, yeah. like a poster of the female reproductive yes, system. Yes, like, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, white panel door. Don't be right. racist. Don't be racist. A few breaths later, a soft beep signaled to the reaction of the alarm system that someone going ow. <laughs> <laughs> And he heard, and he. <laughs> I'm not going to be any help for the rest of this episode. <laughs> and he heard what? You're I'm, not. I'm just going to be giggling. <laughs> and he heard Olivia moving around in the kitchen. Also, not going to be any help because I don't know what's going on down <laughs> there. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Footsteps approached, and sweat broke out under his arms. Okay. Oh. Okay. He glanced around, looking for a place to hide. There was a closet across the room, but he wouldn't make it in time. His heart, because he's the short, cervix. his heartbeat thudded in his ears as he slid behind the open laundry room door, fallopian <laughs> tube, fallopian slide, uh-huh. and then pressed his back to the wall. He's right up against, tucked up against an ovary. When you said fallopian slide, it sounds like you're suggesting that there is or should be an amusement park yes. based on yes. the wonders of the female reproductive system. <laughs> Oh my God! Right? Abs- oh my God! Navigating through the os on a slide would yes. be amazing. And I didn't say ass; I said os. I understand. O s. Then he waited. You're like one of only twenty men I know in my life who would know what that word is. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. he waited. Yeah, that's right. He. <laughs> <laughs> There's no nerve endings, and that's really you've gone too far. Yeah, yeah literally, sure. you've gone too far if you're navigating the os. Mm-hmm. Then he waited. He could overpower her here if necessary, but that wasn't ideal. Olivia looked like a scrapper. She'd fight him. He preferred quick and easy. Scrapper. Her shadow passed across the doorway, and her steps retreated again. He heard the sound of the refrigerator opening and closing at her (laughs) cervix. (laughs) Dilated! Wait, is it cold in there? (laughs) He exhaled. Another door opened farther back in the house. I think that she should get that looked at. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Olivia was going into her bedroom. He crossed the tile in a few strides and opened the closet door. It was full of heavy winter boats, boots and coats. <laughs> heavy <Rude>. winter boats? <laughs> That's a rude thing to say. <laughs> Perfect. She wouldn't be opening it tonight. Oh. That's what she said. Uh-huh. Not for you, dude. He slid inside, not yet, uh-huh. to wait for the house to become quiet again, for Olivia to go to sleep, for the perfect time to execute his plan. This is actually is kind of exciting. Isn't it? Pretty good. Chapter two. Olivia Cruz stared at her open closet. Am I right, ladies? We <laughs> yeah. do that a lot. She spent the last hour rearranging With a hand her- mirror. <laughs> yeah. Rearranging her clothes for autumn. <laughs> Technically, mid-September was still summer, but the weather in upstate... 
<laughs> I much preferred where we were. So I'm going to jump ahead. Yeah, please. She had an important decision to make, and she'd been procrastinating for days. Wait, no, I can't picture this. What's the, I need the full weather report. It was the <laughs> relative humidity. She backed out of the walk-in closet and firmly closed the door. Sleep would help, but she'd managed little of that lately, and she dreaded lying in bed staring at the ceiling for yet another night. She rubbed a lump of indigestion behind her breastbone and, pa- and padded to the bathroom in search of an antacid. And that gets us to our game. Okay. This is, this, I forgot there was a game, and that's so much worse than anything I wrote. A lump of <laughs> okay. indigestion? So here's the line, which I turned into a Mad Libs game mm-hmm. for Matthew. So she, here's the actual line. She rubbed a lump of indigestion behind her breastbone and padded to the bathroom in search of an antacid. The whole thing seems like Mad Libs to me. It does. So the game is she rubbed a lump of blank behind her blank and padded <laughs> to the blank in search of a blank. Okay. So do you want me to go first? Sure. She rubbed a lump of mozzarella from behind her garage and padded to the woodshed in search of a bottle of balsamic. Nice. Like, wait, why is there cheese behind her garage? Don't answer that. Because it was weird. She rubbed a lump of coal behind her stocking and padded to the sleigh in search of a magic-ass reindeer. Oh my god, we are the same page. Of course. She rubbed a lump of coal from behind her spilled out stocking and padded to the Best Buy in search of a goddamn real gift. Nice. Funny. She rubbed a lump of... Well, wait, my next one is cheese related. <laughs> this is this is upsetting. We need to do less of this. She rubbed a lump of pecorino behind her ears and padded to the paddock in search of a horny shepherd. <laughs> I like paddock and horny yeah, shepherds. And pecorino from behind her ear. Well, she rubbed. She took a lump and rubbed it behind her ear. Oh, for good luck. Yeah. She rubbed a lump. Well, like of, for for like a fragrance. She rubbed a lump of lederhosen from behind her thigh and padded to the bathroom in search of a telescope. Don't judge. Wait, what? She she rubbed a lump of lederhosen from behind her thigh and padded to the bathroom in search of a telescope. Is that one just like pure surreal? Yes, purely just, surreal. Okay, yeah, surreal. She rubbed a lumpy goiter behind no, her neck not skin. Lumpy. <laughs> I know. Lump I, of... I twisted the game. She rubbed a lump of goiter behind her <laughs> neck skin and padded to the clinic in search of a better endocrinologist. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> but it, not as gross as the real one. True. There's nothing worse than a lump of indigestion. No. It's like a, a bizarre. Is that how you pronounce it? Bezor? I thought it was Bezor. You're Bezor. You're Bezor. Bizarro. Um, I think that it's also that the like lump of rubbing a lump and then padding somewhere. Yeah. Like, it's like can like, you rub your lump and pat your head at the same yeah, time? It, I just don't like the padded. Yeah. And then the lump of. Ugh. How much time do we have? Um, Like seven minutes oh, of heaven. Seriously? Yeah. Time is slowing down. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I hear a stakeout is like the most boring thing in the world. Like, what? it doesn't oh, oh, seem to like do it, it, to not, do it. No, but the writing was good enough. No, no, the writing, the writing was good because yeah. they they, they uh, skipped the the boring parts of the stakeout. But like, yeah. you have stakeout, you're like sitting in your car, right? You like you know what you're talking about right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been on I've been on so many stakeouts. You're yeah. sitting in your car. You have to like pee in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> this Easy is, for you to do. <laughs> this is a poem, um, like because you don't you, like if you step away for a minute, like you're gonna blow the steak out. You sit in the car, you pee in a jar, <laughs> you eat a donut. Uh, um, but what rhymes with donut? No nut. No, <laughs> don't you? 
You um, eat a donut and then you go nuts no, from being stir crazy. You can't use nut and nut as <laughs> rhymes. That's like uh, you're right. Rule number one. Um, no, you know, but yeah, you eat a donut, you scratch your butt. Yeah, okay. eat a donut. I'm really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go back. You'd be, to the book. But you'd be great at the stakeout. <laughs> I always, when I was a kid, when I heard, would hear steak out, I always heard, thought of steak. Sure. Like. Like that they, that they would be sitting in the car like eating a, like steak. It was like a barbecue. Like oh, I never I see. understood. Oh, I get it. Right. You want to go to, yeah, you want to go to a steakhouse? It's like a cookout. Yeah, I thought it was like a more barbecue. Yeah. Like, a, yeah, there should be cookouts where they specify what's going to be cooked out. Exactly. A steak out. Steak out. A pork out. Pork out. That's, <laughs> that's the bar downtown. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone wants to go to a fish out. I, what are we fishing out? Whatever's the, in there. The oceans, Matthew. Oh, oh, wow! Things just got real. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> her weekly dinner with her family had distracted her earlier in the evening. Her mother had several frijoles negros, Olivia's favorite traditional Cuban dish. Olivia had overindulged in the minute she'd left her parents' house in Albany to make the hour drive back to Scarlet Falls. Is that really a place? No. Her, You know it's not a place? I don't know. It doesn't sound real, though. <laughs> her true crime research had flashed right back into her mind and unsettled her stomach. Chewing an antacid, she mulled over her stunning discovery. The implications of what she'd learned further stirred the black beans and rice in her belly. Ooh. Hence the lump rubbing. Yeah. As a journalist, her job was to seek the truth, not play judge or jury. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> dun, dun. This reminds you. Remember the book we read where um, the the cub reporter was sent undercover. I think I think it was his banana, maybe. <laughs> just, that that uh, that she was sent banana. undercover, like because because she like had heard like a vague rumor that something wasn't right at some company, and so her boss said it was like, "Great, you go undercover there." I'd like your first assignment. Oh wow! All right. Hmm. It really stuck with me. Because Did it? <laughs> because it was like so totally opposite of like what a journalist would actually do. True, true, true. But should she choose to pursue and publish this truth, other people could pay the price for her revelation, possibly with their lives. Cool, cool, cool. Dun dun. I mean, it sounds like dun, she dun. could pay for it with her life, like five minutes from now. Yeah. What's that um, Law and Order sound? Oh, I I can never make it. Dun dun. Yeah. Is that it? That's just two notes. Yeah. That's it. Just mm-hmm. two notes. It's pretty amazing to get such traction with just two notes. It's yeah. It's a real classic. Her new book proposal was overdue, but Olivia's predicament felt like a no-win situation. Ignoring I'm, the truth, no, I have been there. <laughs> ignoring the truth went against all her principles. Then again, so did putting other people in danger. You, but I mean, she's a she's a reporter. You got to tell the truth. You do. But how much risk was involved? Could she live with being responsible for even a single innocent person's death? Uh, I think the line is like between three and four. <laughs> Until you start right? caring like, or feeling responsible. I would be fine with, with causing the deaths of three innocent people. But like the fourth one, I would start to feel weird about it. I would feel comfortable causing the death of half of a person. Mm, like the left half? Like just a little bit of necrosis. <laughs> <laughs> or like a long-term illness. I don't know. That's that, that's hard too. That's, that's pretty harsh. Yeah. Obsessing about her research had translated into three consecutive nights of insomnia. Enough was enough. She didn't need to make this decision alone. 
What she needed was outside perspective. She so bo- you're saying you would be okay with giving someone eczema? No, I would not be. Okay. She brought the antacids with her into the bedroom, picked up her phone from the nightstand. <laughs> How about indigestion? <laughs> Yes, I, just, I think you have done that. I actually think in my career, <laughs> yes. I've probably done that yeah. just unintentionally. And check the time, eleven o'clock. I said that. Funny. <laughs> you said it really <laughs> weird. <laughs> eleven o'clock, top of the, top top of the, of the morning. morning to you. Eleven o'clock. <laughs> That's She's, not top of the morning at all. She sent a "Call me if you're up." Your you are text message to Lincoln Sharp. Her dot dot dot. Lincoln Sharp, Sharp. and her. Call me if you're up is all bolded and in caps. Mm-hmm. So she's screaming at yeah. him. <laughs> I this is this is the most urgent booty call <laughs> you've ever received. <laughs> the word boyfriend seems silly at their ages. She was forty eight. Mm-hmm. It's not silly. I'm forty nine. I would call. And I'd you, call my man my boyfriend. Great. <laughs> Lincoln was fifty three. They've been dating for several months, and they spent the night together once or twice a week. She assumed their relationship was exclusive, although they hadn't specifically discussed it. Labels weren't important to either of them. Yeah, I mean, Lincoln is not going to be happy when he hears that there's some other guy hanging around at her house. Seriously. Hitman or not. And she's not, he's not going to be happy about the lump of indigestion he has to deal with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when she saw him or he called unexpectedly, unexpectedly, the stirrings of excitement and joy in her blood made her feel like a teenager. And her gut. They're making her sound like she's super old. Yeah, like... Come on. No. no She's younger than me. No one is 48 ever gets horny, right? What? (laughs) Beyond her attraction to him, she respected him both personally and professionally. Great. I almost care. (laughs) So why had she been stewing over her decision instead of asking for his opinion? On on the stew that she made. (laughs) By the way, we're out of time. Oh, that was not seven minutes. It was? What? Barely felt like I started. Now that time sped up. Time is so weird it and is malleable. Weird. Yeah, time is a flat circle. Uh, I think that's from that show. It's a show that everyone was into like three years ago and then forgot about. I the, didn't even the watch good place? it. No, the <laughs> it Matthew like McConaughey place? and he's like a cop or something. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Time is a flat circle. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I know. I mean. This is what I get for for trying to make a reference to something. To something, okay. What are we reading next week? Next week, we are reading a book I like to call Dirty Headlines by L.J. Shen. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, I'm excited for this one, and I don't remember why. Mm -hmm. I I was looking at a different L.J. Shen, and I was like, this Mm -hmm. is pretty good. And then I clicked over to this one because it was called Dirty Headlines, and there was something on the first page that made me say we have to do this one next. Hmm. Uh, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for Look Inside This... Burrito Clog. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> don't don't look inside a burrito clog. Just, just rub it. Just rub oh, it down. Just rub that it lump away. of burrito away. Uh, please become a patron. Please. Why do you say it so plaintively? Because <laughs> I'm the plaintiff. Please. Um, please. Stop whining at our listeners. Won't you please become a patron of our Patreon? That's patreon.com slash L-I-T-B-C. Kick us a couple of bucks. Kick us a couple times a month, (laughs) and uh, we will give you bonus episodes. And uh, kick us $5 a month, and we will give you a Moist Mountaineers t-shirt, the softest, moistest, most mountaineering t-shirt you can possibly own. I'm in charge of sending those uh, t-shirts out, and I've noticed recently that we've sent one to Australia, Matthew, and we've sent one to Great Britain. 
That's that's and we sent one. Great to, Britain is one of the best Britain. We sent one to Virginia recently, and we sent one to Alabama. So okay. we are getting a really diverse group of painfully bored people listening to us <laughs> drone on and on about these crazy ass books. We just want to do a shout out to our listeners. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for being our patrons. Yeah, if you're our listener in Australia, why don't you call into the show because we want to hear what, what your awesome <laughs> accent sounds exactly, like. Exactly, because we are neither live nor have a phone. <laughs> right, we don't have a phone, but just figure it out. Skype us, maybe? I don't know. Send a voice memo. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Boop. So what kind of great cookie do you have for me this week? Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's a cookie of the mind.